Comunidad, Alexis Terrazas here, Editor-in-Chief of El Tecolote Newspaper, and welcome back to Radio Teco Cultura. For 48 years, the San Francisco-based American Indian Film Festival has sort of been a cinema-sacred space, celebrating and uplifting the experiences of natives through film while also providing native filmmakers and actors with a platform to showcase their work. As the opening date for this year's film festival nears, we sit down with Matia Zavala, the daughter of the festival's founder, Michael Smith. Smith died suddenly in 2018, leaving Zavala to carry on her father's legacy. Here is our conversation. Matia Zavala, thank you so much for being on our show today. And my first and most important question, how are you today? I'm great. Thank you for having me, Alexis. It's really, it's really wonderful to be here today with you. Great. Yeah. And I'm looking forward to our conversation and speaking um, about all things American Indian Film Festival, which I think is produced by the American Film American Indian Film Institute. Um, but before we get into the conversation regarding that film festival, which is going to take place in November, um, tell us, tell our audience a little bit about you. Who are you and uh, how you found yourself in this role? Oh, well, <clears throat> well, that's that's a that's a really good question. I have um, my roots are very deep with this festival. Um, so a little bit about me. Um, I am from the Bay Area. I was born and raised in Oakland. I am Navajo, Laguna Pueblo, Fort Peck Sioux, and from the Confederated Tribes of Grand Ron. I got both of my degrees in San Francisco. I got a journalism degree from San Francisco State University, and then I got a multimedia communications degree, master's degree from Academy of Art. And um, those two degrees uh, I have used to help my dad and the film festival. Um, my dad was the founder and um, director of the American Indian Film Festival and Film Institute. He started it in 1975, and <clears throat> it was uh, the first one took place in Seattle. And in 1977, he moved it out here to San, or he moved it to San Francisco. And so um, it's been thriving in the Bay Area since uh, since the mid 70s. Um, and I came along in the 80s um, and I was born into the festival uh, literally days after um um, the festival. And um, ever since then, you know, it just runs through my blood independent independent film producing coordinating that's all i've ever known um naturally you know i got my degrees um in media media arts and um i have you know uh worked in various stages of the festival um and helped along the way with um um social media, video editing, writing, um, producing, coordinating, one-on-one, um, -on -one, um, mediating, <laughs> just every, you know, just every, 
every possible role across the board I have done um, by uh, learning, watching, and, you know, figuring it out. And so, um, you know, I've, I've, I've been in this role for a long time um, as, um, um, as a staff member. And, um, and then my father passed in 2018. And um, I, decided that it was, it was, um, you know, only right to keep his legacy continuing. Um, and so I stepped into his role and, um, this is my sixth film festival that I've um, produced, um, as, um, as in his seat, you know, and, um, and it's just like every other, every other, uh, festival that I've helped with, you know, there's all these steps along the way that, um, that you have to take and, and to get to that point. And, um, um, yeah, so here we are, we're celebrating the 48th annual American Indian Film Festival, um, November 3rd through the 11th, um, and in Berkeley. So we extended out to the East Bay this, this year. And, um, so, you know, I said, you know, my roots are, are very deep and, you know, that's, that's where it started. Um, I've known everything that I've known has been connected with it, with the film festival. Um, and it's been, um, such a wonderful time, you know, being able to, you know, see the progression and the representation of native media makers um, throughout the the last um, um, you know almost five decades, you know, and see that progression. And so um, I'm just glad to be a part of it in some way and be able to you know give my um, give 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 my background, give, you know, give give that help, and you know just try to elevate as best as I can and do what I can, you know, to, you know, keep the, keep, um, um, my dad's legacy, you know, continuing. Yeah. Congratulations. 48th, uh, annual, um, festival. And I feel like we hear about festivals all the time, right? On the international level, local level, different film festivals. What makes this one so important, you know, because you touched on the, um, you know, the representation of, of Native and Indigenous voices and experiences through film. Um, there's obviously a well-documented legacy of, you know, dehumanization and, and tropes when it comes to Indigenous voices, um, you know, but what makes, in your view, like this uh, film festival so unique and, and so needed and so critical, um, you know, especially today? Definitely. <clears throat> well, and my dad started this in 1975 when there was no film festival that that rep that no festival representing native people and so um you know he was a 20-something college student from uw and um it was fueled by passion but then also it was fueled by the climate of what was happening with the with um just you know with our 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 civilization, you know, with, with, with racism, with just everything that was happening. And so he started this and, you know, from that, you know, we are the, the first and longest running film festival dedicated to native peoples. And so, um, it's, it's, it's again, you know, it's, it's fueled by passion. It's this, you know, nonprofits are, um, nonprofits are, can be, you know, um, a bit of a, um, 
you know, they, they can be a little tough at times, you know, but you know, it's, 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 um, it's, it's a labor of love. It's, it's, you have to like, you have to really want it to, um, happen and you have to really have that, um, have that, you know, that again, that passion for it to, you know, can keep continue going. And, <clears throat> and so, you know, the, the, um, the films that we've had, sh have shown in our, in our almost uh, five year or not um, five year, but our fifth, almost 50 year um, span is, um, you know, um, films about, you know, a climate environment, you know, historical, you know, dealing with a lot of residential boarding schools, you know, um, the 60s scoop, um, you know, um, <clears throat> uh, you know, just different topics, um, um, uh, um, you know, and they just they span across the board and so you know we have these films that come into the festival every year you know and we have different genres they have music videos animation documentaries feature films psas and so um you know um over the course of um, our time here you know these filmmakers that we've had in the festival have really been able to create beautiful content that touch on all of these very specific and very um um uh uh just d different topics that um and they're able to um kind of elaborate them more into a creative style and so you know it's 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 been remarkable just to see um to see that and um you know we've we've uh we show between 60 to 150 102 films a year you know when we were um in the pandemic we showed um i think in 2020 we had like 102 films that we showed virtually and then the next year we had like a hundred and i think it was 112 films and so um we've we've just been a um a major um educational source for you know folks that are interested in learning about um who we are as a as a nation and um as a indigenous people i'm curious as to what the conversations were like regarding you know um you know film when you were a kid and i i asked this because um you know i grew up you know in the 90s and watching tv and my dad would always point out um when there, were, there was a clear lack of visible representation or when people of color were viewed or shown in like maybe dehumanizing roles, right. Or inferior roles. Uh, and that was in the nineties. And I'm sure it was much worse. Uh, you know, when your father was a, was a young man growing up and taking in these films, you know, and as somebody, you said you were born, I think right after the, one of these film festivals, what were those conversations like in your household with your dad? Um, you know, kind of telling you or what, what was he saying as somebody who is the founder of this film festival? What were some of the early lessons that you saw in terms of like how lacking, you know, um, indigenous people for sure and people of color as well um, in terms of like having their being misrepresented on, on screen? I'm curious as to what those conversations were like growing up. Yeah. You know, my dad was a very vocal man. Um, always he was he'd always speak with passion and, you know, when there was something on like that, which was, you know, in the 90s, it was pretty common, you know, um, he would he would he would be silent and he would want to hear what how, you know, 
what they were going to do, what they were going to say, you know, what, what it, what it was about. <clears throat> and <clears throat> he would, you know, he, you know, for someone who has had such a, 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 a background of, you know, dealing with, you know, dealing with race and racism and all this, you know, it's, it's, um, it was, it was kind of a, it was kind of easy for him to just sit there and then just absorb it in and then let me know, you know, this is, this is not us. <clears throat> this is never who we are. And you are you and I am me. And we're going to keep doing what we can to change the, the, the view of people. And so, um, he, he spoke, like I said, he spoke with a lot of passion and he did it in his speeches. And so <clears throat> every now and then, you know, when he would speak on stage, he would look at my direction and, and I'd know that he was speaking also to me directly. And it's, and it's, and then, you know, it was just something that he, you know, he, when he spoke, he was very passionate and that's where his lessons came from. And, you know, is always making sure that his only child was, you know, new listening and, and this is, you know, don't, don't get angry, do something to change it. So, and your father, Michael Smith, I don't think we've mentioned it so far, but he was uh, Fort Peck uh, Sioux. What did he tell you about growing up and his earliest like encounters with uh, with film? And, you know, where did that passion for film come from, uh, from your dad? Did he ever relay that information to you? He was, you know, my dad was born in South Dakota and but he came out um, to Seattle <clears throat> um, in the Relocation Act and he grew up in Seattle. So all his memories are in Seattle. So, you know, you know, you have a big city, you know, you have, you have situations where people look at you different from the color of your skin. And so, you know, he never really went into that, but, you know, we all deal with that at some point in our life, if you were a person of color. And so, um, and, you know, at that time, you know, in the, in the late fifties and sixties, you know, he was becoming, he was getting older. He was becoming more aware of what was going on. There was, there was, um, you know, the, um, um, there was a wounded knee, there was the, um, um, occupation of Alcatraz that was going on. So it was a lot of, um, a lot of, um, heavy, um, um, you know, demonstrations and people fighting for, for the rights. And so, you know, that he did not, he did not have a film background. He did not, but it was that, it was that energy that, was happening all around that fueled him to to do something about it and you know my my dad had a coordinating background you know he he had a or he he you know he used to tell me when he was in high school um how he used to get his he used to coordinate his friends to come together and all listen to the beatles albums come you know when a beatles album was released he would invite everybody over and he would make sure you know everything was set there was food you know people were taken care of and then everybody would sit there and listen to beatles albums and so he had this natural ability to bring people together for for a certain uh for a certain you know cause for a certain um a specific um event and so you know and with that you know with with what was happening it just naturally led to him saying you know what 
I want to organize something. I want to, you know, I want to do something about it. We need to change how people are looking at us. We, you know, we are not um, um, who they say we are on TV because, you know, they were showing a lot of very offensive, violent um, images um, from Wounded Knee. And, you know, and that's, you know, that's not, you know, um, you know, they were there, they were, there was a lot of passion and, and a lot of fight and, um, and, you know, many people around the world watching what was happening in South Dakota and, and, um, you know, and so, you know, he, with this festival, he's like, there are so many stories about, you know, why this is happening. There's a lot, there's a lot of stuff that people don't know. Let's, let's, let's get together and let's, let's do something about it. Let's do a film festival and let's see if we can start changing the narrative. Mm-hmm. Man. And you're somebody, you already explained that you've done, it seems like almost everything, <laughs> right? From social media to organizing and now the, uh, everything's on, on your plate. So enormous kudos and congratulations, um, you know, on another, you know, upcoming uh, film festival and you know what it takes to, to make this happen. Um, you know, talk a little bit. I want to do, I do want to get into the film festival and some of the, um, you know, what people can see. Um, but what are some of the, um, you know, films, uh, that you'd like to highlight that you'd like to put on people's radar when they come, you know, when they go to the website and when they go to these various locations, what are some film, what are some films that stand out to you, Mattia? Well, the, the festival actually starts on the 3rd, <clears throat> November 3rd. We open at the De Young Museum on Friday night. And, <clears throat> you know, I was thinking about that, you know, there are, we have nearly 60 films in the festival. Um, and, um, you know, what makes it special this year is the partnerships that have grown to allow us to present in a, on a grander scale. So this year we're opening up at the De Young Museum and our opening night film is called Bones of Crows. And Bones of Crows is directed by award-winning director Marie Clements and she is um, Métis um, from Canada. And <clears throat> it, um, it's, it, it's it's uh it's a really powerful emotional film that um will really keep you locked in and it has um it's kind of like a time time piece where it 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 jumps back and forth to different decades and you see the the progression of um an individual young lady who um experiences the residential school from a child all the way to her um her um, her elder years and so um it's just a really beautiful well well crafted film well written film um the cast is amazing and we're extremely excited to have it in the festival this year um throughout the festival you know we have <clears throat> um an incredible animation animation um um, shorts program, dramatic shorts. We have music videos. We have uh, documentaries. Um, um, you know, we have a thriller program. So if you're you're into that, um, that suspense, that thrilling, um, those thrilling movies, a little bit of gore. You know that we have we have all of that. We have um, we have a lot of local films. Um, um, we are presenting um, a 
a feature called Gift of Fear, which is directed by um, Hoopa uh, tribal uh, member Jack Kohler and Katie Dory. And so they are from the Sacramento area. Um, they they worked with the local tribe and they um, did a um, feature film, which is um, uh, going to be playing at the San Francisco Public Library, um, along with um, a bulk of um, the uh, films um, in the festival. And so um, all of the films at the San Francisco uh, Public Library, I said it. I think I said the film festival. All the films that are playing at the San Francisco Public Library are free to the public. And so, you know, we want to, you know, just make sure our community has that opportunity to go. You know, San Francisco is very expensive. And so if there's, you know, any way that we can be able to, you know, provide opportunity and um, for our community to come and watch these amazing films, you know, um, we're all for it. We have, um, so, you know, it, it's, it, you know, we have, 18 film programs. And so, you know, I don't want to leave any out, but we have a full list of films, um, a full list of programs just to go through. Um, and if you sign up on our mailing list at our website, you know, you can, you can get um, specific um, information on programs and get a little, you know, get, get a little bit of an inside look. Um, and so, you know, we have we have films playing from November 3rd through the 9th um, at both DeYoung and San Francisco Public Library. Um, this uh, at the end of the program, you know, we we um, at the festival on the Thursday, November 9th, we are expanding out to the East Bay and we will be hosting a fireside chat with um with um, Jackie Kali'i'a, and um, she's a comedian from Good uh, Good Medicine Comedy. And then we also have uh, J- Jana Schmingding, and she is the actress from Rutherford Falls and Reservation Dogs. And she, she has a very prominent role in both of them. She is hilarious. Um, she's going to sit down with Jackie Kali'i'a and they're going to have a conversation and we're all going to be there to watch it unfold. And, you know, she's going to talk about, you know, her her experience, you know, in both um, these series. Um, and, you know, it was really exciting. That's going to take place at the Berkeley City College on Thursday, November 9th at 630. And so there's going to be a reception to start off and then we're going to go into the show. <clears throat> We also got um, we also have a, a funders panel um that is set for Friday, November tenth at eleven o'clock at the Magic Theater in Fort Mason, and so we have um guest speakers from ITVS, Vision Maker Media, and Bayvac, and these three very very you know important individuals are going to talk about the funding opportunities for emerging seasoned filmmakers, producers, or film lovers, you know, that are thinking about, or, you know, have a, have a story in mind, you know, like, okay, well, I have this, what do I do next, you know, or I finished my product, now what, you know, so these, these three individuals will be there to kind of give insight and give, um, information on how to apply for funding or what is the best course. And so we have that, that is a free, that's a free event. And there's going to be a little coffee, um, 
um, pastry reception afterwards so you can you know have some time to speak with um, with them afterwards that evening <clears throat> we just got um, the green light so we are going to be screening um, um, Marvel Studios newest uh, superhero series called Echo and we got we've been um, in contact with Disney and Marvel Studios and so we're going to screen um, a couple episodes on Friday night November 10th at the Kabuki um, AMC Kabuki 8 Theater in San Francisco at I believe it's 7 or 7 30 I will have to double check but if you look at the website and um, you can find that information and so we're really excited about um, being a part of uh, the history of um, premiering Echo so and then the following day is our awards night um, in um, and so we're going to host um, um, have that at the California Academy of Science in their piazza room so we're so excited to do this and um, and be able to present on uh, be able to pre present this many uh, events to the Bay Area and you know and just celebrate you know celebrate Native people during Native American Heritage Month and celebrate our progression. Easy question here. How are you able to pull all of this off? I'm kidding. It's not an easy question because it sounds like a monumental task. I mean, and and kudos too for the um, you know the creating space too for like uh, creatives who want to get their start in film. I think that's such an amazing thing, and I think that's one of the things that differentiates this film festival from a lot of others. Right? It's you're not just gonna go, you know, to see films movies documentaries shorts you you actually have you're opening up the door for creatives to be able to like guide them through this creative process to for them to follow their passion so i think that is just incredible but back to the question matia how are you able to pull this off this sounds like an incredible task to to pull it off so how how do you do it oh i i don't know <laughs> i have two little ones uh very very full household and you know and but it's it's like um you know it's i don't know it's i i i have a little bit of my dad's drive in me you know and and, and it's it's just you know do do your best and bring the community together to celebrate and so that's what he did every year and you know and i witnessed it every year and so you know it's just it's just um I don't know, you know, things just, things just evolve, you know, and, you know, we are, you know, so grateful for our partnerships, you know, throughout, um, in the Bay Area. And, you know, none of this would, would have happened without, without that support of many, um, different organizations and groups and donors and, you know, people who are right there saying, you, you, you can do it. You got, you got this, just keep going, just keep going. And so, um, that's, that's basically, how we did it. you know, it's just, uh, you know, just, just doing it, you know? Yeah. Wow. And I think about, and this will be like my second to last question, I promise. Um, you know, I think about the age that we live in now in terms of media, right? And, um, you know, I, I truly feel, and I don't think this is an 
oh, I don't think this is an exaggerate, exaggerated word to use, but I really feel like we're in a renaissance of of media created by by folks, um, you know, who are you know not uh, who are amplifying their own voices, right? Um, you know, I could list off a bunch of shows that I like. Um, but to keep on topic, you mentioned Rutherford Falls and Reservation Dogs, two of my favorite shows on, on TV. And of course, you know, um, I'm actually in the middle of Dark Winds season two. I haven't finished it yet, but, uh, you know, I watched Prey, I think about maybe a year ago or so. And it just, it's such a honor to be around right now as indigenous voices are being amplified, right, by them. You know, and not by like maybe a white director who is trying to stick to like this archaic kind of narrative. How does that make you feel when you see when you're surrounded by all of these different medias where like they're really trying to amplify, you know, authentic indigenous Native American experiences? How does that make you feel, Matia, knowing that your dad, Michael Smith, had a prominent role in all of this? How does that how does that strike you? Like. <clears throat> It's a really good feeling. It 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 shows that you know all of the the stress, the hard work that we have, you know, endured over the you know the last few decades. Not um, a lot of people know how you know how hard this festival can be, you know, funding. But knowing that you know we we just stick with it, and you 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 go forth with the festival no matter what, all of that hard work is paying off because, you know, we are seeing, we are seeing these amazing media makers create stories that are very relatable to us. And we're able to, you know, you know, see our family members in these characters or see our friends or see our cousins, you know, in, in these characters. And it's, and it's, you know, it's, it's such a, it's such an amazing feeling. And I'm, you know, and I'm, I'm really thankful to the, the industry who decided to wake up and realize, oh, yeah, diversity and inclusion. Oh, you know, you know, this is, this, this is a good, you know, this is, this is a good path. Look at, look, because, you know, you know, um, because of that, look at the stories, look at the amount of talent that is out there from, um, our native peoples or from native people that are, you know, here, look at, look at what is, um, uh, is, is, is being produced. And so, you know, it's, it's a really good feeling just, you know, knowing that, the ounce of work that we're doing has helped in some way bring these these products to 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 life. And so, you know, my dad, my dad, I, I told you my dad was very vocal, very passionate, you know, and he 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 fought um not fought but he he was very vocal in letting these these companies these media organizations know um you know this is this is what needs to be done this is not who we are we need to change our our um we need to change our narrative so he fought very very hard with <laughs> very with a, a lot of lot of correspondence back and forth and so um you know he passed before you know reservation dogs and rutherford falls and dark winds was you know had aired um and so but you know he would have been you know you know super proud you know super proud and you know he's he's um he knew 
almost everybody that is in a producer, director, actor role in these, in these, um, in these series. And so, you know, he would, he would be so proud, so proud. Absolutely. And uh, last question, promise. Uh, and it's not necessarily a question, but an invitation that I love to extend to anybody I interview. And um, that invitation is to basically, you know, add uh, anything that you'd like to say. Maybe it's uh, answer a question that I didn't ask or maybe something that I asked incorrectly. But whatever the case, Mattia, the the floor is yours. Oh, well, you know, I re- very much appreciate this opportunity to speak. Um, and, you know, all that would really help is if we just, if you would come out to the festival. So um, listeners, please support, please support Native Cinema. That's all we ask. Just, you know, your physical beings, just being there, watching these films. You know, there are so many, there's a lot of hard work that goes into, you know, any any type of projects, film project. And so, you know, it just, it would be an honor to have you join us this year. Um, and at any one of the events that we have throughout the festival, everything can be, can be found on our website at AIFISF.com. It's the acronym for American Indian Film Institute, San Francisco. And, you know, we have, we just have a lot of opportunity to come and learn and educate yourself and, you know, make new friends and, you know, meet, I don't know who will come. So, you know, maybe you might come out and meet Jana, you know, and Jackie, and, you know, we're going to have some um, amazing talent and directors and actors coming, swinging by. And um, so we're just, you know, really excited. We're we're uh, very close um, to the opening night. So that's November 3rd at DeYoung. There's still tickets available. And um, so please, you know, if, if you have any questions, you know, just um, shoot us a, a question um, um, by on our website. And, um, and um, yeah, just share, share our v- event. If you can't come, just share it with other family and friends. And we hope to see you. Matia Zavala. Thank you so much for joining us today. I really appreciate it. Thank you. Thank you.